Good morning, you're listening to the Fresh Egg Digital Breakfast with your hosts Tom Brennan, Ryan Ogilvie and Mark Longhurst. Well, happy Friday everyone, good morning, welcome to the Digital Breakfast. Um, how is everyone doing? Ryan, how are you doing mate? Good, I'm great, yeah, I've got next week off, so I'm... Oh, I see how it is, yeah. right, okay, so... Let me just bring it back down. I am going to be spending probably most of my week painting my lounge and hallway. Well, that's how it's going right now. That's what Donna's telling me I need to do. But I have a feeling I'll probably end up just spending the week on the Xbox. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I don't feel sympathy for you, even if you did have to paint. Cause, really? Yeah. Painting is quite therapeutic. And you it. can have your, your, your favourite tunes on. Well, or if you're true. in certain rooms of the house, you can have the TV on. That is true. What's but if I like? put the TV on, there's no way I'm getting any paint, painting done. I'll just be sat watching. They've just added like every series of Star Trek ever to Netflix. I thought you were going to say, I'm just going to be sat there watching Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, that's my week. Yeah, well... You would as well, wouldn't no, you? I, wouldn't I can know. see. You, you occasionally, would. occasionally, I, I enjoy the odd episode because it's funny to watch. It is funny to watch. Come on, it's I, so scripted. I steer clear of that show. It's ridiculous. Anyway, but yeah, that that well, that's so not that's, that's, that, that, that's your week coming up. How's your week previous been? Well, just gearing up for that, really. <laughs> gearing up for a week off. <laughs> Excellent. Well, just bring myself, bring myself, you know, getting myself ready to having to paint. I'm not a DIY man, <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> Have you yet to watch YouTube videos on how to do it? Well, uh, first, uh, buy some paint. Someone, Secondly, find a wall. No, literally, someone in the office said to me the other day, "Oh, to make sure you get masking tape." I'm like, why? Oh, to do your edges, man. Right, but I was like, I, I, they were like, that's quite a basic tip that, you know, I'm sure you already understand. I'm like, no, I've never heard of that before. And you need to have a really thin paintbrush for cutting in. Oh, what's cutting, cutting in? in what's mate? cutting in? That sounds How like, do you know? Cutting in, that's like scissors, isn't it? No, it's not scissors. Jesus. Right, okay, so... <laughs> not a DIY podcast. No, no teaching. Oh, it's not God. a DIY podcast. <laughs> Google it. YouTube yeah, it. Yeah, seriously, Google it. <laughs> I'm, look, mate, I'm just going to paint. So that's... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God! I'm imagining some kind of Looney Tunes sketch where he just gets a paint tin and puts a grenade in it and then Mr. Runs. Bean, Mr. Bean, yeah. Oh, that's what's swirls. Gonna... Just swirls everywhere. <laughs> Smiley faces, crudely drawn. Yeah, you're laughing now. Done. You're laughing now, but next week when the photos come out, you're going to call it contemporary art. <laughs> Tate Modern's going to. Uh, it's not going to be Banksy, it. mate. It's going to be Wanksy. That's what it's going to be. But a bunch. Yeah. Mark, how has your week been? It's been okay. I'm recovering. Oh yeah, that's right. You weren't here last week. Where were you, Mark? I was in bed, <laughs> sleeping with the man flu. With the man the flu. The man flu. With the man flu. It's a hot night. It has to be said though, you you, you are coughing like a good one at the moment. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen your little bottle of Benelin. Yeah, looking after myself. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been good. Nice to be back. Good. Yeah, it's nice to have you back. What well, about your week, mate? Well, my week. To be honest with you, pretty uneventful. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing really going on with me. I'm just a boring old fart now. Um, <laughs> I, I get home, maybe cook some dinner, watch some telly. That's it. Although I am. Forming my band, you know that's a that's a, a, a breaking bit of news. Big nice. news, big news, big news. So I'm getting the band back together. So That'd be awesome. Yeah, no, it's all good. We're writing some new songs. We've got a recording slot in the diary for late November, I think it is. Nice. It might even be earlier than that. So yeah, oh, that'd be good. Field, so yeah, 
There it is. Sounds good. See, you already just knocked my painting story right out the window. Well, <laughs> depends what floats your boat. If you don't like music but love DIY, your story. Well, if you do like if you if you do like DIY, please feel free to come to my place next week and do the painting for me. <laughs> Oh man, right, so I think we'd better crack on. Um, so, excitingly, this is our 10th episode of the Reformatted Digital Breakfast Podcast. That, that deserves crazy, yeah. some kind of round of applause. I'm sure that we can put something in there. Episode 10, guys, it's, it, it's flown past. 10 weeks of podcasting. Um, and so far, none of us appear to be bored with it, which is great. Yeah, uh, we've, I, had, we've had no real. Uh, complaints. No one says they absolutely hate us. Mm, yeah, that's true. I, I don't think anyone said that they particularly like us. You know, <laughs> I, I don't think anyone which, said anything at all. Which means they must love quietly they, love us. They must silently love us. Yes. So uh, you know, that's all. That's all good. But despite my best efforts to get people's feedback, you know, podcast at freshegg.com is the email address. No one's emailed it, which is uh, which is interesting. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to place myself on the line here, and I'm going to say, look, the first person to email in. Uh, with a question, an anecdote, whatever it is, as long as it's a sentence or more, I will personally post out to you a selection of chocolate. I'm talking like at least five pounds worth of chocolate, five (laughs) great British pounds worth of chocolate. So what, like two quid's worth? Yeah, about two quid's worth now in today's climate. Um, I will personally send you out some chocolate. You know, within that email that you send me, if you've got a preference on chocolate... You tell me. Uh, first person to do it, and I'll be doing it by the time of the email that comes through, you get the chocolate. So there it is. If that's, that's not nice. incentive to email us, then can we ex- do, Are we excluded from that? Because you, you. you are so oh. excluded. If you work for Fresh Egg or affiliated with Fresh Egg in any way, if you're a relative of Fresh Egg, no, it doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count Fine. whatsoever. Fine. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my total terms and conditions of that particular competition. It's not a proper competition. I'm just going to send chocolate out. So uh, there it is. But for the 10th the episode, we've decided to um, get together... 10 top tips. So these are things that are going to help you with your productivity, uh, with your working efficiency. Um, You know, as we are all working in digital, they are revolving around that digital aspect. Um, So there's going to be a lot of things in here for programs that you might be using, to web applications, to extensions that you might be using on, on different web browsers. We're going to list through basically our, our favourite top ten. We took a while to, to, to think of these bad boys because there are just so many. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're going to go with ten top tips. So let's do some theme music for the ten top tips. Here it is. Okay, now we're cracking on with the 10 top tips. Um, I'm going to start this off. So uh, Microsoft Outlook is my uh, mail service of choice at work. Uh, I say of choice. It's the one. It's that's the funnest, it's, right? it's, yeah. it's basically yeah. the one that we have to yeah. use. So um, I, I'm, I'm all about the shortcuts. Um, I like to do things quick and easily. Um, and one of the things that I hated doing was looking through reams upon reams of email just to try and find the, a reply or the original start of the mm. conversation. No, no more. What I've done is I've gone into view in the top ribbon and I've clicked show as com- uh, as conversations and what that does is it groups everything according to the subject line in the conversation. 
which means that even if you have a hundred thousand people emailing in on that one subject line, it will all keep it under one entry in your email, and you can click to expand it to see who's replied and who's done what, and it will always show the most recent message on top. It's fantastic. Uh, Love yeah, it. I like that. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Um, Skip the conversations you don't care about. Yeah, well. precisely. Exactly. So if emails don't apply to me, I can quickly go. That doesn't apply to me. Click delete. Yeah. Awesome. Um, the other one that I'm going to do uh, from uh, Outlook is uh, the, the calendar feature. So we have a lot of people working here at Fresh Egg. We have a lot of meeting rooms. And if you want to view who's free uh, at different times, if you're organizing a group meeting, um, it gets a little bit messy if you try and view multiple calendars all at once because they line up side by side and there's only so much room on the screen. However, there is a way to counterbalance that um, and make it a little easier on yourself, uh, which is to overlay the calendars. And you you can do this in one of two ways. You can right-click on the person's name in the calendar view and hit overlay, and it will show you it on top of your calendar. Or you can open their calendar up and just hit the little arrow button that appears in like the little file tab above the calendar, and it will overlay it on top of that for you. But well worth doing if you've got multiple people that you're trying to get into a meeting. So those are just two of my favorite tips for Microsoft Outlook. Um, so yeah, we're going to move on now. Uh, Ryan. I think you've got some top tips. Yeah, so these are kind of related to ideas and inspiration. Something that's quite obviously crucial to what we do on the inbound team mm-hmm. here at Fresh Egg. And um, I kind of like to group ideas together and then come back to them at a later stage. Or for my own personal site, I've spoken about in the past, I, I use some of these as well. So the, the four that I'm going to talk about very quickly is Evernote and Pinterest. Those are fairly well recognised, but they allow you to kind of group notes and images and things like that together, help you to kind of tell a story more visually in Pinterest case. Feedly is the one I use on a daily basis kind of for personal stuff and also for uh, client stuff as well. Essentially, it's a collection of RSS feeds. So you can go, what I tend to do is go away and in the theme park space, which is the one I'm working in personally, I get all of the RSS feeds to the sites that I kind of respect and know that all gets plumbed into the, the tool itself, which you can have on either an app, on desktop, Chrome as well, I believe. And um, then it gives you all the titles, all you know how popular they are. You can go in, you can read the titles, you can read the first paragraph, go in and have a look if you want to. But it essentially collates all of that information. And then the other one that's really useful is, is Pocket, which, Mark, you use quite extensively, don't you? I do. I probably use it every day. Yeah, it's, it's essentially replaced bookmarking for me. So there's a little Chrome extension on the top. You can get it on your phone as well as an app. And you see an article that you like or, you know, a web page or even a product page that you like. Click the little button and it will save it. And it will sometimes reformat that so it'll get rid of all the ads and, and sort of a lot of the pictures just so you've got the words there and the content. You can just read it nice and easily. You can add tags to it so you can make it really nice and organised. And it will save it to your phone. So say quickly you go on the underground or you lose signal, you run out of data. It's yeah. got everything there saved, your most recent 500 or however it is, so it allows you to still read that sort of thing. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Handy. And I think that, yeah, these tools just allow you to have, have a look at whether it's a particular sector or whether it's just trying to collate your own ideas. I think all of these tools just allow you to do that, and it certainly gives me kind of the headspace to have a think about, particularly in Feedly, here's what everyone in the industry is talking about today. Is this an important story? What's going on? Do I need to be talking about it? How can I feed into this? Great, yeah. That's really good for content ideas as well. Absolutely, you know, to, have, yeah. to have that there. Brilliant, fantastic. Mark, what's your top tip? Well, we use Trello quite a lot here at Fresh Egg, mm-hmm. and I know quite a lot of people use Trello. It's a very popular product. And 
it can get quite messy. So you've got loads of people on the board, you've got loads of ideas going on, and you know, and you're trying to work out, oh, where was that card you know, I was put on a month ago, and you can't find it. You can press the Q key on your keyboard, and it will filter to all the cards that your face is on, that you're directly involved in. Fantastic. And that's it, just the Q key, and it'll just switch it on and off. So yeah. you, you press Q to just reduce it down to your own cards that you're yeah. tasked with. Essentially you're tasked, yeah, because, I mean, on some boards... You know, there's there's been known to be thirty plus people on there, mm. hundreds and hundreds of cards in some cases, and just pressing Q, you you know you've only got say twenty tasks. Q just gives you everything you need to do yourself. Absolutely, which is great. and it's yeah, it's really useful for those teams where there are quite a lot of people. You know, it could be people working in sprint or in agile, and they're yeah. using Trello to to map out what's to do, what's yeah. being done, and what's completed. Yeah, that that's a great yeah. way to just keep tabs on things. Fantastic, the Q key in Trello. Like I'm sure it. there were plenty of other shortcuts, oh, there's but that's, loads, that's there's one loads, I yeah. use every day. Nice one. Um, other than Trello, what, what are you... Uh... Completely differently. Okay. Um, Google recently released a tool called Resizer. Okay, I think you can do? find this on design.google.com, right. but just Google it and it'll come up top. <laughs> and it just allows you to enter a URL in and it'll display what that page looks like on desktop, tablet and mobile. And you can click on it and interact on each of the desktop, tablet and mobile, but it's just a really quick overview of... Does this page look good on mobile? Does my content, does my blog, you know, does my e-commerce page look good on mobile, on the tablet and desktop? It's just a really quick way to quickly yeah. check that out. Because there's obviously more complicated ways to do it there's in Chrome and other places, but I, I like this tool. It's really visual and it's quick, and that's what you need sometimes. Yes. You right. want to analyse it in more detail, use these other tools, but I think Resize is perfect for that quick snapshot. Yes. That's really interesting. Saves a lot of time. I mean... I looked at a stat today about mobile usage um, over Christmas period. So Christmas period 2014 compared to 2015, mm. it was a 255% increase in shopping on mobile devices between 2014 and 2015. Makes sense. Ridiculous. Come Christmas Day, you're not going to go, oh, let me get my laptop out and sit there. Well, just the, the, the whole run-up to Christmas, down. that whole period. Really? Yeah. yeah. Just a oh, it'll be, it'll, I reckon it'll be a sizable jump again this year as well I believe so and I think that's probably something that we'll talk about in an upcoming episode absolutely of the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. excellent um, so that was the Google Resizer tool um, I'm going to move back to the world of Microsoft products um, it's weird usually I'm the Microsoft fanboy of the group I'm, I, I'm all over this um, so I've got I've got two well three tips for you so one of which is from Word and this is possibly my favourite tip um, and it's one that a lot of people don't realise is there I sometimes hit caps lock by accident when I'm speed typing and it types my whole sentence in caps lock now, historically, I'd have to delete that whole sentence and rewrite it again, or paragraph, or whole document if I've not looked at the screen for a long time. However, if you highlight the text that you want to change and just press Shift F3, it will scroll through and cycle through the different font iterations, so the casing uh, of that sentence. So it will put it back into lowercase, or it will uppercase the first uh, letter of the first sentence. It's genius. Have a play with it. It is the it's, best tip. It is great, and I've got a. A funny story in regards to that. So my dad is, um, he has to obviously type up notes for his, for his work and stuff like that. And he looks down at the keyboard because he can't, you know, touch type. Touch type. Yeah. He looks down at the keyboard and he types super slow, really, really, really slow. And he was typing for about half hour. And all I heard, I'm not going to swear on the on the podcast, but honestly, he shouted at his voice really. Uh, some some pretty bad bad words. I went downstairs and he'd spent the last half an hour typing just a paragraph of text 
and it was all in caps. And the best part about the story, guys, and I must apologise to my dad, I knew this shortcut and I didn't tell him. <laughs> you evil bugger. You were an evil man. Oh, fantastic. So that's Shift and F3. Now, that's on PC. Um, if you press Function, Shift and F3, if you're on a Mac using Word, it will do exactly the same thing. So Shift F3 or Function Shift F3 if you're on a Mac. Um, the, the the next two are my Excel-based shortcuts. Um, I, I love Excel. Used to hate it with a passion. Didn't know how to use it, uh, but now I love it. Um, the first one is um, the quick auto sum. So if you've got data in a column or in a row and you're wanting to do a quick auto sum of that data, um, go into the cell directly below that or directly next to it and press Alt and Equals and it will do an auto sum for you, which is just awesome. Um, I even made a GIF because I thought it was that good. Um, and the final one um, that you can use actually in Excel and in um, multiple other uh, Microsoft programs, including PowerPoint and Word, is the Format Painter tool. Um, a lot of people will click it once and Format Paint um, and then click it again to do the same sort of thing. If you're trying to do... Um, multiple format paints on different sections of a document or different areas on a, a PowerPoint deck. Um, if you double click that format painter, it will stay in format painter mode until you press the escape key. So it saves me a lot of time, a lot of hassle. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a pretty neat little tip. Um, so, 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 so those are my ones. So Ryan, over to you. Yeah, so my next one is setting up of Google Analytics dashboards. Now, I'm not going to take you through how to do that. That's a separate podcast. These are very quick tips. But having these in place means you can get access to essentially loads of different reports within GA, the ones that you're interested in, very, very quickly. Yes, it's a bit of a setup to begin with, but once you've got that in place, I can log into any GA profile that I've got these set up for. Very quickly, I can see, okay, what are my conversions? Where's my organic traffic? What, you know, whatever I'm interested in, you can essentially chuck in your custom dashboard and it just saves a whole host of time GA is a little bit clunky at times to navigate between reports. And once you've got this set up, super super easy, super quick, just look at that data and you can dive in. You can click into those reports individually if you want to, but if you just need that quick snapshot first thing in the morning, perfect. Awesome. Yeah, I really agree with that. Um, that's fantastic. So uh, the, the last tips that we're going to give uh, are around the Chrome extensions. So here at Fresh Egg, um, we use a multitude of uh, internet browsers, um, however, the one that us three use most often is uh, Google Chrome, mm-hmm. um, even though it eats a lot of RAM, uh, it's, uh, it's still a great little browser. Um, so the, the extensions that we use uh, most often, we're going to give you three of them. So I'm going to give you my personal favourite at the moment, which is Momentum. Um, I'm a sucker for really nice imagery, um, but also a sucker for to-do lists as well. Uh, and this combines the two perfectly, as well as having a really customised um, uh, opening screen. So you can have it saying, good morning, and put your name underneath it. I thought that was a nice touch. So you, you can add in your little to-do list. It's got a nice little background that changes daily. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. So that's Momentum, and you can find that in the Google Extensions store. Um, so, yeah, that's mine. So mine, mine is uh, probably one that not a lot of people would expect me to say, but it's Adblock. And the reason I like Adblock, well, obviously it blocks ads, but, but I, I browse so many sites during the day, and I just, on the whole, and I'm going to say on the whole because it's not true of everything, but on the whole, 
advertising sucks on websites. It's just intrusive, it gets on my nerves, and it distracts me from what I'm trying to do on a particular site. So having Adblock on literally just clears up and focuses me on what I need to do. And that's really the main reason why it's in place. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. And you, you know, if you, if you don't want to block ads on a certain site, you want to see, oh, actually, what ads are on here, because they might be some potential for you or whatever, then you can just unblock on certain sites or pause it entirely for a few, you know, a few minutes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there's been certain sites that I've green-listed or white-listed because I feel they're deserving right, exactly. of that, it, it, if that makes sense. Yeah, the qu- the, the content's quality enough. I think if, I if, don't mind if I know a site's adverts are great, they're not doing massive takeovers, they aren't you know, annoying me, essentially, then I'll, ter- I'll turn Adblock off for that site. But on the whole, dis- you know, display ads on, on websites aren't, still aren't great. And it's... I think this is a discussion for another podcast where we get some really opposing views. I mean, it's, it's discussed quite a lot here at Fresh Egg. Yeah. Um, I think it would be really interesting to, to hear their thoughts at some point. I mean, if you're interested... Let us know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that I'm not really impacted by advertising, but that's probably because it's all switched off at all times, <laughs> and I don't watch TV either. So, I imagine you to be like Roy from the IT crowd when he says he's not affected by <laughs> advertising, and he sees the cute advert, and he goes, "Oh, I'm so thirsty!" <laughs> yes, straight away. <laughs> so thirsty. Yeah. Amazing. Maybe that's why I block ads and don't watch any TV channel with ads because I'm so susceptible to ads. I think that's probably right. Maybe, right. Maybe. <laughs> Um, Mark, what's your uh, your favourite extension in Google Chrome? I think we might have mentioned it before, but SimilarWeb is a really quick and easy way to work out how much traffic a website is getting. So, and I do this at home. I have it installed at home when I'm just curious. I found a really cool blog or you know something like that, and I'm like, oh, I wonder, I wonder how popular it is. And then it shocks you; it gets twenty thousand a month. Now, the the data isn't going to be spot on, but we've done you know comparisons to our own clients on our own website, and it's reasonably. You know, it gives you a good indication, doesn't a, it? Yeah, a nice rough indication. You're not gonna, you know, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt. Um, but you can but verify the data, can't you? You can, yeah. I noticed that the other day that someone was doing that, a blogger was doing that, verifying their data, so everything in there is spot on. But it gives you, anyway, it gives you, you know, roughly session data, rough average time on site, rough bounce rate, so you can work out basically how popular that page is, which mm. is really useful when you're researching competitors or you're researching potential guest blog opportunities. It's just a really quick, easy way to understand that. It's a great way for finding um, similar sites as well because there is the, there right, are multiple yeah. different tabs in there. Um, I know that I use it when I'm looking at um, client sites to see who's competing in their space, who do similar web feel is a, a similar type of site to them. Um, and it's great for doing that kind of comparison. So, yeah, good extension. Awesome. So there you have it. There's our, our top 10 tips, things that will help you uh, hopefully be a little bit more efficient, a bit more productive, get more inspiration. Um, and uh, yeah, if you've, if you've got any of your own top tips that we haven't mentioned, anything that you would have wanted to have heard in that list, uh, or anything that you'd like us to share in an upcoming podcast, um, please do email us in at podcast at freshegg.com. And remember, you could be winning a, uh, a five-pound chocolate gift box from, uh, from yours truly if you're the first person to email us in and let me tell you there's a pound there not far from where our office is that's a lot of chocolate that is a lot of chocolate because they'll do often you know four or five for a pound right so yeah get your get your emails in guys um so there ends the the top 10 tips and uh as we did last week um we're going to end this podcast uh with the fresh egg half dozen so this week uh mark is in the hot seat so mark are you ready? 
I think so. We're going to play the theme tune. Here we go. Mark Longhurst is in the hot seat. Here you are. Here are your fresh egg half dozen questions. If you could have one superpower, which one would you have and why, please? So I'm going to have to copy Steve Ayson from the other week. Flying. It's going to have to be flying. Sorry, but it is. Why? Big fan of airplanes and travelling, going to different destinations, and it would just make it so much easier and so much quicker if I could just fly. Would you have to get clearance, though? You'd have to get clearance to fly everywhere. No. Yeah, Superman doesn't ask for Right, clearance. okay, so That's hang on. The, 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 no, but Superman doesn't exist in this world. We, we had this conversation oh, okay. last right, week. Sorry. Right, and, and the, the thing that I would like to clarify on this point, Mark, would your flight power be the same speed as the fastest that you could run? Like, i.e., is it within the realms of your capability as a human being, or is it like a literal superpower, like you could fly at any speed like you wanted? Like a flying flash. Yeah, right. It would have to be a super one. Right, I can't, I can't run very fast. So that would be, I'm going to go to Germany, I'll see you there in seven hours. You can run to Germany in seven hours. Most people have uh, trouble doing the London Marathon in seven hours, but Mark here is, uh, is getting from Worthing to Dusseldorf in seven hours. Air, air is a lot lighter than concrete. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's a statement. Air is. You heard it here first. Uh, if you were ever wondering which one of the two was lighter, you know, air or concrete. I think it's safe to say that following on from last week, we know that these always just end up in a complete shambles. <laughs> That's amazing. It's an interesting oh. choice. I personally think regeneration is better than flying, but there we go. I, I, I get the flying thing, you know. Yeah. I, I, I have to side with Mark on that one. I like it. I really do. Um, so, Mark, which celebrity would you be for a day and why? Oh, do you know what? Well, I wouldn't be Elon Musk. I've Don't bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> had to bring it up. I did have a listen and I did have a laugh. It's going to be a musician. Um, I mean, I kind of want to say Skrillex. Not because of the music he produces, because of who he is in the modern music scene. You know, he can just phone up anyone. He could phone up anyone and be like, do you want to make a song? And they're going to say yes. Randy Newman, for instance. He, he could phone up Randy Newman, yes. Hey, let's click to make a song. <laughs> make a real... Randy Newman theme about the things he's doing. <laughs> you know, you got someone... Me. Someone like that would be fantastic not necessarily that but someone like that who's really high up in the music scene would be brilliant because of your connections that you could have and what you could do okay I'll get, the, I'll get the reasoning there yeah cool yeah, glad like you it. agree I like it I like it <laughs> I mean I future proof mine but there we go <laughs> <laughs> no you shot yourself in the foot by calling it Tulsa no, but, but there you go yeah. we already decided that by, by my future answer of getting in a DeLorean and fixing it there was no issue so Got way too technical. So you just moved us on to the next question quite nicely. Good segue. If you had the DeLorean mark for and DeLorean time machine, uh, where would you go to and why? Future. Everyone says the future. It has to be the future. We know no, what I... happened in the past. <laughs> yeah, no, you, no, you don't. You don't know everything. Not everything in history. Well, okay, I don't, I don't know what... Jill did in 1825. But Who's Jill? I don't exactly. <laughs> Who's Jill? I don't know. Exactly. But you don't know her story. But we... are you talking like the nursery rhyme, Jack and Jill? 
Maybe we want to. You can stop her falling down the hill. No, because that would ruin children's lives forever. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be Jack and Jill. It's going to be Ryan and Jill. Yeah, jump to fun. Ryan and Jill went up the hill. Oh, there's a DeLorean. <laughs> But what I'm saying is that the past has already already happened. Most of it, the good stuff, all the bad stuff, is documented. So I, I can see the, the future makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, we're living through a period of time where, what, in the last seven years, we've gone from BlackBerry with a keyboard to smartphones being the primary way that we do anything in this world. I mean, if you just think ten years' time, it's, it's going to be really interesting. Steve said the exactly same thing, didn't he? How far into the future are you oh, going to go? See, I would go further. I would like to go... I mean, like... 50, 100 years, maybe 100, I'll go over 100 years, because... You're not going to be alive for that. Well, yeah, absolutely. I would be, with my regeneration powers. <laughs> just saying, you're flying, you get old, you're, you're gone, you're history. Wow. I, I just, yeah, I'm curious to see what we're doing in 100 years, what jobs are like, what, every, what technology is like, what everything's like. Yeah, I think that's a good, I think that's a good choice. Okay, I like it, cool. Um... We kind of already know the answer to this, but for those people that may be new to the podcast, Mark, what's the best day of the weekend and why? I caused a lot of drama when I said Sunday. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not you're the best day of the weekend, Mark. But tell us, why do you think it is? I re- like, see, I love Saturday's brilliant. Completely, completely get the reasoning. Don't, don't try and like. No, sort yeah, of don't, don't backpedal out of this. There's no digging this. Both, both are good, but Sunday. It's just incredibly relaxing because Saturday you feel like you've got to do something to make the most of your weekend. I don't. Well, that's how I live it. <laughs> well, Sunday, it's just relaxing. Sit back, feet up. Good day. Okay. I can I can understand the reasoning there. I really can. Yeah. I, I get the reasoning for Sunday morning, but as soon as you hit Sunday afternoon, that's where it starts to all go downhill. Just, yeah, to be honest with you, yeah, I, I agree with that. It, because Sunday afternoon is... It's just the worst. It's just it the worst. Oh, God. After dinner, that's it. It's pretty much my weekend over. The, the only thing that redeems Sunday evenings is when Sherlock is on TV. Like, the new series of Sherlock. Or there's a bank holiday Monday the next day. Right. <laughs> right. So, yes. yeah, very few Sundays. Yeah, I'll back you up on Sherlock, though. Thanks, mate. Mark, would you rather fight a dozen chicken-sized horses or one horse-sized chicken? It's a dozen, dozen chicken-sized horses. Smaller. They can overwhelm you in numbers, though. At least with one. There's not many there's, numbers. There's twelve. There's, there's twelve of them, Ryan. It's a dozen. There's twelve. Yeah. Right. So they're going to overwhelm you. There's twelve of them as opposed to one. Could you, could but you they're take, small. Could you, you can could, pick could, them up and throw them. Right. Okay. Let's take the horse out of the equation. <laughs> could you take on twelve chickens? Depends how aggressive they are. I kind of want to see why I'm taking on 12 All chickens. Alright, the most aggressive chickens you've ever known. Like, psychotic chickens could you take on 12? I don't think so, no. Okay, 12 mild-mannered, quite timid chickens, Ryan. Yeah, okay, maybe. We've just taken this away from Mark. Hold on, <laughs> yeah. Mark. It's back to you. This is your go, He's Come already on. done these questions. No, I know, right. So what would you do? The dozen yeah. chicken-sized horses. What's your reasoning? And remember, they are tiny little horses. What are you going to do with them? And you're fighting them. Uh, fight them. You just pick them up and throw them. <laughs> That's all. That's yeah, get out of the way. <laughs> if I'm fighting them, I don't really want to punch it. I mean, <laughs> tiny horse in the face. I don't want to do that. So I'd pick it up and chuck it. Oh man, that's awesome. It's like it's like gnome tossing from Harry Potter. Where <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you go? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, oh. 
doesn't read Harry Potter books. Probably watches the films, though, right? Does watch the films. You've just divided the room. Me and me and Ryan over here are purists. Twice. twice on the Saturday and now Harry Potter. Sorry, sorry, say that again. Thought the books are terrible. That's just blasphemy. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, I know that you're an avid listener. I'm sorry for Mark's words. Uh, please send your signed copy to <laughs> just Ryan and myself, evidently. Fine, we'll move swiftly on from that little bombshell. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't think I can say another word this podcast now. Please carry on. Fine. Um, so, Mark, last question. Uh, how much do a dozen eggs cost? And this week's prices are from Asda. And we're talking about Asda's free-range, large-size eggs. Oh, a dozen of them. How much? No one's been right yet, so there's no pressure. Going with £2.43 p. £2.43. pence. Mark Longhurst, you are, drum roll please, incorrect. Oh. 12 oh. large eggs at Asda will cost you the princely sum of £1.95. Not bad. It's not bad. Not you, bad. Went, you went top end of the scale. Oh. So you're overpaying for your eggs, Mark. Damn it. How do you like your eggs in the morning? Overpriced. Yeah. yeah. Costly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, that's it for today. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the 10th podcast. Well done to uh, my co-presenters for making it this far. Um, you, I don't know how you put up with uh, us. Well, I, 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 I find it you know, therapeutic to be here with uh, people that are um, more irritating than myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Lovely. No, to be fair, you've got a good point. Lovely, lovely compliment there. That's all right, guys. I'll say uh, that as a compliment. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's it for today. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, remember podcast at freshegg.com. There is a prize up for grabs for the first person that does email in, and it's five pounds worth of chocolate from me. Um, so get your emails in. Don't forget to give us a review uh, and a rating on iTunes if you can. That would be awesome. Um, and share us uh, on your social media profiles. You know, if you're getting a kick out of this, if you're enjoying what we're doing. Send it out to your friends and family via social. That would be awesome. And use the hashtag digitalbreakfast. Thanks very much. Tune in next week for episode 11. Take care.